Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Matrix and Roadshow fans, we are back with another video and we're going to be talking about the final episode of season one of Interview with the Vampire. Now, I did not did not put up a video on the previous episode, um, but I'll focus more on um, this final episode and just kind of tie in a few things from the last episode here. Uh, the last episode, as you guys know, um, Louie got beat up pretty bad. Actually, that was in the previous episode. He got beat up pretty bad, but he was actually healing and everything. And um, the stat Louis trying to repair that relationship here and jumping into this one now, because at the end of the previous episode, Claudia decides, you know what? I'm going to kill Lestat. Now, if you read the book, if you watched the movie, she actually did do that. But in this final episode here, there's this bit drawn out plan to actually get it done. And definitely it did not happen like that in the book whatsoever. Of course, there's a lot of liberties with this. I mean, this plan was way in the works here. OK, and actually spoiler alert for folks, because there's going to be spoilers here. She isn't the one that directly um, slits Lestat's throat in the movie. It was Claudia in the book. It was Claudia. But in this one, it was Louie. It was Louie. Now, I got a problem with that. Because in the book and in the movie, he wasn't in the know of Claudia's plan. But that's the way they actually roll with it here this time. Now, one thing that they did add. And they definitely took inspiration from the book and people that watched 1994 movie. They see. Uh, Tom Cruise's uh, Lestat uh, basically coming back and uh, fighting uh, Claudia and uh, Louis. They don't actually jump into that in this episode here. It doesn't happen. But Lestat did make another vampire in the book and in uh, kind of in a 1994 movie because he does tell Claudia, I found somebody else that'll make a better vampire. They never show him, though. But in the book and in and in this one is Antoinette. But in the book is it's a boy it's nameless. So whatever she shows up. But the whole thing is Claudia has this whole drawn out plan to have this uh, Mardi Gras uh, ball. And they do a lot of planning and everything like that. And as you can see here, the picture here, that was pretty much uh, Lestat's and uh, Louis last dance right there. And this whole entire drawn out plot, it was kind of confusing. Um, I really did not like that whole plan right there. It was basically um, getting on uh, this poison into the blood of um, of um, different people, bringing them into the room. A lot of people are actually suspecting, hey, 
These people aren't necessarily human. Now, if you actually read the books, the vampires don't really interact that much with humans the way they do in the show. To me, in the show, one of the drawbacks is, is that there's too much interaction with humans on a day to day basis. And a lot of people asking questions. That would make sense. So. But there was a lot of gore in this one because um, it was a bloodbath near the end of this. It was. So basically what Cla- Claudia's plan was is to. To kill these people, drink their blood. But the ones that Lestat would actually attack were like poison. It was like poison blood. And of course, if you watch the movie and read the book, there's um, the twins, twin boys. The twin boys are actually in this episode here. However, though, Lestat seems to have outsmart uh, Claudia a little bit because you guys know he can't actually read the thoughts of uh, Claudia and Louis because he actually made them. So he brings in uh, Antoinette. Antoinette is in the background and she's actually reading the thoughts and relaying the information over to Lestat. So he kind of comes pre- prepared, but he wasn't expecting um, to actually drink all of that. Um, I don't even want to say it was really dead blood, but it was like poison blood. And in a nutshell, though, he's like um, all sick and spitting up blood and everything. And they do take um, inspiration. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Also from the 1994 movie and in the book, Claudia actually um, has like a little notepad, takes his blood and writes out something in French, which means uh, put me in my coffin. He does say that also in the movie. But after that, she tells Louis to go ahead and say your goodbyes. And Louis ends up slashing Lestat's throat. But one thing we know about Anne Rice's vampires. You have to burn the bodies. And then at that, they may, that may not even kill them. Louis refuses to actually burn the body of Lestat. Because truly, folks, he doesn't want Lestat to be dead. So he leaves his coffin out in the front yard with all this trash and stuff. He knows exactly what he's doing. And Daniel Malloy actually calls him out on this. Basically goes into a trash dump. And there's a bunch of rats. And vampires can obviously feed on rats and survive. So. Flashback also. Because. The character of Rashid, who is basically um, Louis's um, footman, bellman, his handyman, right hand man. I was like, who is this guy? And at the end of the last episode, there's actually a flashback scene to 1973 with the young Daniel Malloy right before the original interview. And guess who comes in? It's Rashid still looking the same, still looking young. 
And I was thinking, who is this guy? And then Daniel wakes up from a dream. He almost thinks it's like a dream, but he actually did see him back then. And there's scenes in this final episode where Daniel is looking at um, Rashid kind of suspicious. But when Daniel starts calling out um, Lestat on um, a whole bunch of BS with. um, Well, he's actually calling out Louis, I should say, not Lestat. He's calling out um, Louis on a bunch of BS with Lestat. Basically saying you didn't want to kill him and all that other stuff. Gets emotional. Then Rashid kind of comes in and says, hey, you don't know the whole story and everything like that. And Daniel was just going at it on uh, Louis. And then all of a sudden. Rashid floats in the air. Now, this is a man that we saw in previous episodes in the sunlight. And he floats over to the bookshelf. Guess what, folks? He's a vampire. And I'm thinking to myself, how is he a vampire? Well, he says after 500 years. The sun starts to lose his uh, touch on. um On affecting vampires. Now, folks, if you read the books, that is not the case, really. Armand cannot walk in the day. Now, Louis, if you actually read um, the book Merrick, he actually goes into the sun to die and he burns himself to a crisp. But of course, he's saved by Lestat and all these other people. They bring him back stronger than ever. If you read the books, even Lestat, as powerful as he is. He went into the sun and he got burned. Rashid wasn't getting burned. But then. Louis, and this is very, very somewhat contradictory to the books in the future. He tells Daniel, may I introduce you to the vampire Armand? So Rashid is really Armand. In this show. Now, if you watch the 1994 movie, uh, that was actually uh, played by Antonio Banderas. But if you read the books, Armand is supposed to be boy boy like. With auburn hair, roughly like in a 16-year-old body. Now, Rashid is also a Middle Eastern Muslim in this show. And you actually saw him one time uh, doing his prayers. If you read the book, he's not Middle Eastern. Armand is from Ukraine. He's from Kiev. 500 years, that's right, he was actually made by uh, Marius. So they ended up race swapping him too. And that's pretty much where uh, the episode ends. And then we'll have to go into uh, season two. But um, Louis calls Armand the love of my life. Now, if you actually do read Interview with the Vampire, the book, he does go away with Armand for a while. Near the end of the book, they don't really go into much detail on their adventures. So maybe that's where they're kind of going right there. But there was no indication that they were ever lovers. However, though, Daniel Malloy, the boy who's actually the old man in this one. He actually is turned into a vampire by um, by Armand in Queen of the Dam. He's supposed to be like 30 something years old, but, you know, of course, they aged him up and made him look like a 60 plus, maybe a seven year old guy. So that is the way that the season ended. I'm kind of conflicted on this because. I'm definitely trying to be 
as pure to the book as I can. I mean, there's just so many different things about this show. There's good episodes. Um, Episode three is still the worst. But me loving the book as much as I do, that was just a bunch of different things in this show. I'm not saying that this show was terrible. Now, of course, they're going to tell you that, hey, this this should be the canon going forward. No, it's not. The timeline is all messed up. Uh, The race swapping, all that stuff. This is nothing like the book. It does have the feel of some things in the book. But overall, it is not the book. The 1994 movie is better than this show and much more faithful to the Lord. It is. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Matrix and Roadshow fans, let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time.